Hello, this is the Hypocritic Podcast, and today we have Nick and Steven, and I'm Trent. Guys uh, have been on a couple times now, you guys know what, what the deal is. Um, hypocritical critics, right Steven? That's right, we are hypocritical compadres with no credentials, okay people? We don't want you to take anything we say to heart, we're just some good friends that love movies and want to throw a little comedy on But there's going to be spoilers, we're going to be, you know... There's, there's going to be wrong things said. Yes, overall. there's going to be spoilers. And we also have Nikki J on this episode. Nick, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, boys. It's been it's been what four or five weeks now? About a month, month and a half. Four or since five we've done weeks. One of these. Been about a month. Excited to be yeah, back. Been about a month. Back in the cockpit. Uh, it's, it's another remote ep- remote episode we're doing again. Uh, today is going to be number twenty one episode, and what an episode! I think. Maybe it's because it's my pick. Uh, this one we're doing John Wick. John Wick. John Johnny Wick. Wick. Keanu Reeves. With Keanu, Keanu Reeves. And um, I say let's just start this puppy off. Let's get it let's going. Let's get it going. Let's get into it. Okay. John Wick. Keanu Reeves. So what'd you guys... Uh, Give up. Why don't you guys give a plot, or if you want me to give a plot, I always can. I'm hosting this one. Yeah, go ahead. Give a formal. Go for it, okay. Trent. Formal one is Keanu Reeves plays John Wick, a retired hitman seeking vengeance for the killing of the dog given to him by his recently deceased wife. That's the intro, or the uh, yep. how the movie is. Um, great movie. Yep. I I don't want to say what you guys want to think yet, but I think great movie. Love Keanu Reeves. Uh, the dog given to him was just really cool to me. But yeah, that's the plot. I think you love the beagle, Trent. Yeah, I think agree. You, think you were in love with that beagle. I did like the beagle. That was a sweet. He was dog. adorable. That was a sweet. Can dog. can we just can and we what just say real about quick? a guy that? Oh, go ahead, Stephen. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, can we just real quick on the beagle? Can we just acknowledge how unrealistic it was that that beagle was like he's just put he just puts out a bowl of cereal for it like puts out a little blanket it doesn't shit in his house you know like it just running beside him like eating like out of the the bowl like riding shotgun with him it's just like so ridiculous that dog would like be howling all night shitting all over his floor <laughs> but anyway Steven, you go ahead you give you give a little plot yeah I was just going to say, it's about this, yeah, this uh, retired hitman, um, professional, high-end professional hitman that um, isn't really retired anymore, because um, there are three movies, <laughs> so I did realize that once this guy came out of retirement, I think he was out, out of retirement for good. Well, you know, since they're... Uh- yeah, it's kind of a sad intro, and then, you know, it leads into um, a lot of killing, a lot. A lot. A lot of killing. Probably the most killing we've had so far on this uh, series. There are in a fact, lot of bodies. A lot of headshots in, in this movie. In fact, I was going to... A lot of dead people. I was going to say this. That Some, one of those people had to have been innocent. Steven, I was going to say that John Wick actually kills 77 people in this. Damn. Ooh, I thought you were going to ask that as a uh, five for five. No, I was not. I was going to let you know right now. Because I did not know it would have it would have been something I had to specifically research, but I was I was kind of kind of keep track in the beginning, but it got way too out of hand. I was like, okay, a lot of bodies. Yeah, 
It well, was. What have you guys been up it's to? It's like we, me uh, every round of Warzone. We need a little quick check in. What, what, how you guys this week been? Steven? Uh, not bad. Not bad. Nick, I know you had a real nice week. Yeah, Nick, tell us about yours. Uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Went up to the mountains, did some fishing and some kayaking and some drinking and the whole nine yards, man. What do you guys, what so you, you guys caught do? Some, man, nice. Where'd you go? You caught some fish? Uh, it's, it's up, uh, this place called Lake Dillon, which is kind of just like on the way to the mountains, like close to the ski resorts. It's like a hour and 15 minutes from Denver. Cool. Very cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, I went golfing and what about you? What'd you, what'd you do? Hey, I went golfing and uh, it was pretty shit course, but that's nonetheless, uh, it was fun. Really good, <laughs> good day. And then I also chilled with Zay. We uh, played some music today. That's been my weekend. What about you, Steven? Oh, nice. Nice. Not bad. Just chilling. Just um, busy week at work and just uh, relaxed this weekend and excited to be back on the pod this Sunday, boys. I know. Me too. And, and I you, like, got some, uh, you got I, some B-dubs with you. Some, some wild wings there. Wild wings, yeah, that sounds. Oh, I do. I got some wild wings to pregame for this show. I'm sipping on a little cerveza. Typically, we record in the morning, right, boys? So typically, we're not sipping on cerveza by uh, by this time. We're typically not. We're we're doing it uh, at night this time. We're doing a Sunday night. We're drinking coffee normally on the pod, but yeah, we got the cervezas. Yeah, usually we're drinking coffee on the pod, but today we're drinking uh, drinking some beer. And I know you guys are uh, sipping on a little something over there. Yep. And uh, I think oh, yeah. we're just going to get into this stats and facts on this one. What do you guys say? Let's get into that. Let's hop into the stats and facts. Get it. Stats and facts. Stats and facts. Guys, let's officially send this one, okay? Stats and facts. Stats and facts. Stats and facts. Consider it. Let's get right into it. I know you're going to knock him out of the park with maybe some stats from what was going on during that time or something. Maybe not necessarily movie-related, but... (laughs) I have a lot of facts here. I have a lot of stats. I have a lot of things I want to tell you guys about. Firstly, I wanted to talk about the Mustang, um, a fact about it. Of course. There were a couple couple different Mustangs in this one. And I wanted to say, Mm -hmm. they had the 1969 Mustang GT, a 390... uh, 390, So, a 429 Boss Mustang... 1970 SS 454 Chevelle and a 2011 Dodge Charger and a 68 Dodge Charger. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I thought I saw a Dodge Charger at some point. There were some. No, yeah, those are Chevelle cars. is different. Dodge Charger is different. But yeah, there was a Mustang specifically. His was that 69 Mustang that he's that, driving. Yeah, the one that's that Dodge Charger me. did did not uh, get get my blood flowing like that Mustang did. I'll tell you that. It was kind of a letdown. That I was, was like, man, he's going to go from a Mustang charger, to a Charger. Yeah, that's a step But down. that Charger is extremely popular, especially here in Atlanta. Extremely popular. But it was oh, funny because that, that was his, but that was his compensation just, um, for the, uh, the yeah. night before. <laughs> that was his, uh, that was his uh, gift. Let's be honest, Nick. The 69 Charger or the 69 Mustang is way better. I mean, way more badass. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. why it was okay. his car in the beginning, just looking like a badass. You don't, you don't brag yeah. to like your buddies about having a Dodge Charger. I'm sorry, you don't. Yeah. Oh, there are. You know who I think of who had a Dodge Charger? Do. You remember the guy at Jets Pizza that we worked with, Devon? He had a Dodge Charger, and Did there's really? some very uncool people <laughs> who don't have Dodge Chargers. 
No offense. Love Javon. Um, if he's listening to this, I don't think he will. But <laughs> Yeah, so the 68 Charger was my favorite, and then the 69 Mustang GT was a really cool one. So we don't have Dope to go cars. too far. Don't have to go too far on cars, but they were fucking sick yeah. in this movie. You already um, knew to keep that one out of the five for five, didn't you, bud? Yeah, I knew you guys are going to know a lot of these, so uh, I'm glad I didn't ask a couple of them. So box office sales were 86 mil with a budget of 20 mil. That's profit of 66 20 mil. Budget. mil. Yep. What uh, What year mil. was this? This year was 2014. Okay, 2014. I'm glad, nice. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it's 2014 when it came out. They already announced John Wick 4 for 2022 in May. So, so I know there's Wick three total, right? Three total, there's right? Three total. Now. Yeah. Have you exactly. seen them all, Trent? I have. Are they all good? Oh, I know he has. Nick, have you not seen the other ones? No, that was my first time seeing it. You too, Stephen, right? Me too. First time both. I have never I had never seen it before, but um not bad movie, not bad movie. Okay, so before all you guys get to your opinions, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll keep going here. Um Action thriller rated R, one hour, 47 minutes, 86% Rotten Tomato, 81%. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, 81% is the uh, audience, 86% Rotten Tomato. Um, do you guys have any? I don't want to keep talking. I have more. No, I don't, uh, I don't have any. I did very little preparation for this podcast, I'll be honest. Okay, that's I did fine. zero preparation for this podcast. <laughs> Let me ask, when did you guys see this? And by very little, I meant zero. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> when did you guys see it? A couple days ago or today? Or I, I saw watched it last on Thursday. Night. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I watched I it the I night before be able to watch or the morning weekend. of, so I'm so, so I fresh know, I'm not, in my brain. I'm not fresh on it, but... Nick doesn't even remember what the plot is, I guarantee you. <laughs> I, just I know. It was such a complicated movie to follow. I mean, there were so many twists. Hey, we've and turns. had guests that haven't even watched the movie on the podcast. So don't even <laughs> it worry. It was basically about a sci fi, like, time travel kind of movie, man. I was lost. I was confused right, the whole right. movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, it no, was. This movie like was very straightforward in terms of plot. <laughs> which, which, yeah. is, uh, which is, I think, a positive. You guys might think it's a negative, but. Uh, but just to say that to begin with, I think it's a positive that you did. It was dumbed down to a degree and you could watch it and be like, this movie's badass. Uh, but let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We'll, the, we'll dive into that later. The, ta- the tattoo in the shower scene on his back, um, it's a Latin phrase, fortis fortuna adiuvat, which I probably just butchered. Uh, but it translates to fortune favors the strong. I thought that was cool. He's like thought of okay. to be a... Mer- He's thought of to be as a Marine. Uh, a lot of the moves he does apparently are like Marine. Uh, I have a whole sentence here about it, but basically he's doing a lot of things a Marine would do or ex-Marine do, would do. Right. While we're on that, uh, does in the future movies, does it ever show his past? You know, I th- I don't remember. I When I was watching those movies, I didn't think I'd do a podcast, so I wasn't paying attention. I was just watching the badass scenes. I, I think but, I, it would be interesting if we see his past because it's so vague, the whole movie. And it's funny right. because he's already an, such an established professional in that in that industry that he... I think it was just funny when he goes back to the the hotel and the guy's like, oh, you're going to be staying with us tonight? And you know what was funny is they paid him those gold coins. Did you notice that through the whole I, movie? 
Yes, I was going to bring that up later. It, it was really weird about the gold coins. I was like, is this a futuristic time? Or no, I'm sure there's it was, something it behind was, that. When he opened hey guys, up that thing in his floor, he had a bunch of those gold coins in there. So I have the It was like with right, his guns it, and shit. Well, that's what uh, I'm saying. So it's like the, the whole currency... The whole currency of the movie was coins because there was like several transactions where like coins were being paid when like he was having the guys. I think like, it's come only a currency. It was it's only, it's only a currency, currency in their industry. Hey, it's hey, like guys, Bitcoin got, for killers, I think. I got you know, the it's answer. Like, this so, is like worth this much. Yeah. You know. But it's weird. So the coins the hotel guy was in on it. What, Nick? It was just weird that the hotel guy who was running like an upstanding business seemingly was paying him in coins, but maybe the hotel, I mean, obviously the hotel guy knew what was going on, but like, it might it even just, be the hotel that it's, it's completely revolved around because you, that hotel was a, a hotel for hit people. It was right. specifically because they knew that he was a hit man. It was a hotel right. that kind of like, but it, it just seemed in my mind, like that was his industry's currency. If you were like a legit hitman um, and you were out, those coins were your currency. Because even as that one guy, yeah, after he gets that girl, he's like, do you want to earn a coin? So I think, and he pays that guy however many coins to come clean up the bodies. Um, exactly. Can we just yeah, say exactly. what, a sick, what a sick service that is just to like make a phone call and be like, hey, can you like grab, like I just waxed like 25 dudes in my like house. Can you just like come clean this up? Like a normal person Trent. would be so effed in that situation. And like- <laughs> Not to get too sidetracked, but like when the cop shows up, like is John Wick just so like established in his community that his cop, like, you know, the cops can just show up to his house and know that he's just fucking people up and they're just like, okay, have a good night. Like, like just like Pablo Escobar, you know, they don't want to fuck with him. You don't know anything about his past, but he's, he's been established early on in the film as this like. First of all, this guy that you're not going to get away with, the, the the kid's dad was so mad. And even the guy, um, he was like one of our repeat actors. He um, he was like, oh, you stole John Wick's car? Yeah, you think that's funny? And then he like punches him in the face. He's like, get out of here. And then he calls, the guy was like, the dad called him and he was like, why did you punch my son? He's like, oh, because he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. He's like, oh. Yeah. And then he hangs up the phone and he turns around. He has his son come meet him. But um, I everyone knows him. Cool. He's like that guy that everyone knows. Right. But, but I feel like to have the cops on your side like that, like you would either, I feel like you'd have to pay them a lot of money. So either he's really wealthy and he's paying them a lot, or they just like are scared of him or they respect him. I don't know. But I thought that was a little unrealistic. Like this hitman has like a relationship with the police. Like there were some things that were definitely a little bit unbelievable in this movie, but. Yeah, I think it yeah. kind of adds to the allure of it being a little bit. It it, it definitely is unrealistic, but I think the world that it portrayed, it was interesting. They had a currency, they had the hotel, which I thought was cool. And then he yeah, had like, like a motive that you could get behind because I'm sure previously being a hitman for hire, you're not going to like have empathy for him as a, as a person. But now we're seeing him like, you know, kind of get revenge. And I'm sure so, he gets back into it. Then one of those guys says he's going to get back into it, and uh, there's three so of them. Guys, movies, uh, I guess. So we'll we'll Go get back to uh, why we why we got off track, which was the fact that Nick liked the hotel and the coins. Um, the coins serve as a membership card to the Assassins Guild, and they're worth a thousand dollars each. And the hotel that John uh, uh, stays oh. in, the hotel is called the Continental, um, and the gold coins are like a currency, obviously, and so. 
Uh, he walks in with like all his coins and ends up getting his guns delivered to his cloakroom. He like it's amazing, like the detail. Yeah, he also it's like his own society this. of of assassins. Right. Like and 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 the um. Oh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Oh, oh, like when the when the other female assassin, I forget her name, the one that was like staying on the floor above him, when she ended up getting killed at the end, they were basically like, you broke the rules of the Continental or whatever. Like they have their own <laughs> sort of like in-house rules of like do's and don'ts, things you can't do. You can't conduct business in this hotel or like you'll be disowned. And when they're like all, I thought they were just going to kick her out when they're like, you can't, you know, come to this hotel anymore and then they all just like shoot her i was just like oh damn that was such yeah, a it's, badass it's, part he's like your your membership has been revoked and he walks by her and then yeah bam, they all they all take her out uh that was satisfying yeah. but you know what was interesting is i i almost feel and i feel like we're gonna have before i say this we're gonna have people yelling at the at this at the camera or at the uh audio because we're talking about a movie that has so far a trilogy and there's gonna be four eventually and uh, so we're very limited on our on our knowledge. Trent, you might know a right. little bit more. Like you said, that no one mentions the thousand the the coins are worth a thousand dollars. So I assume that you learned right. that later on. It's but research. it almost seems it almost seems, and I'm sure it's already played out. But it almost seems like this entire industry, at least in this area, is revolved around the hotel. And it's like if you want to conduct business here, you're going to stay here, and you're going to play by our rules and. You're gonna go yeah. by our currency and that that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think that was interesting. Like you said, Nick, at this like, if those guys say you're out, I mean, you're you're getting killed. <laughs> you're getting killed to be yeah. out. So, also, I was gonna say, um, just stuff. This is a lot of stuff that you wouldn't know unless you did research. Like it's it was set in New York, and you can kind of understand that if you know like the skyline and all that. And also, he's right. drinking uh, whiskey bourbon actually throughout. It's called Blankton's Bourbon. Um, and it retails for $3,500, just in case you're wondering if you wanted some. It sounds really good, actually. <laughs> Jeez. I did want he's, some. He's wearing a Italian, an Italian uh, designer suit, which is the brand is Luca Mosca. I probably butchered that, too. And um, that's all I got. I really wanted to kind of get to the next step with y'all. Five for five. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's Ooh, move it on. Hopping right into the five, five for five, five so you don't spoil anything. Let's do it. Okay, five for five. Five for five. Five, five for five. Five for five to stay alive. Okay. <laughs> How confident were we feeling this week? Pretty confident. I'm feeling like moderate. Moderate to medium gauge. Steven, what's your confidence? Nick, before the show, you were saying, Trent, I know what you're going to ask for the well, five Well, I five. thought he was for sure going to ask about the Mustangs, but he already spoiled all the Mustangs, so now I don't know what he's going to ask. That's me, Nick. I ask about the cars. Yeah, I didn't ask about the Mustangs. Not this week. But <laughs> I did ask about question number one. Mm. Let's hear it. What was the beagle? What was the little beagle's name? John Wick's dog. Um, he he's given a name in it, and it's actually foreshadowed in the card he's given with the dog. So that's a little hint. But the mm. options are a. Is it a Daisy or B Lily? Steven. <sighs> what was John Wick's? I don't know. Trent, your dog is Lily. What was John Wick's dog? <laughs> what was his name? Daisy or Lily? And yes, uh, my dog, 
My one of my dogs' name is Lily, but my mom's dog. Steven, go for What's it. What's your answers? I'm gonna go Lily. Nick? I'm going Daisy because I feel like if it was Lily, I would have like remembered that. Okay. I got you guys locked in. Yeah. Yes? <laughs> Uh, the right answer yep. was Daisy. I, good yes. job on that one, Nick. Dang. Um, and they, I thought you were trying to throw us off with the whole Lily. I know. My dog, my mom's dog's name's Lily, but Daisy was, uh, there was a Daisy on the card when he was given uh, the dog in the first place. And yeah, it was. Oh, right. There's a picture okay. of a Daisy on there. And yeah. Okay. Nick, Nick got one. Steven got zero for next question number two. <laughs> I wanted to say what kind of puppy uh, was. Or no, 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 that's not my question. How many Oscars has Keanu Reeves received over his career? A, zero. Trent loves these questions. Is it A, <laughs> zero, B, two, or C, four? Zero. Nick? I'm going zero as well. Okay. Correct. Yes. Wow, very nice. That just shows how average Keanu Reeves yeah, is. Yeah, after I found out that Tom Hanks got like, Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington together got four, yeah. I was like, Ugh. Like, he's good. Nice. Those are pretty he's, fucking hard he's to He's kind of good. And, Those and are hard. The Matrix is famous. Like, who will always be known for The Matrix? You know, that's like, almost like Harry Potter being known for Harry Potter. Like, Never seen it. If you haven't seen The Matrix, like, one, you go should go it. kill yourself. But two... Um, I haven't I haven't it, seen the it's Matrix. It's like the pinnacle of uh, Keanu's career, but he's he's good. Right. But he his like emotional scenes, like he had a scene in this movie when um he's getting like tortured, and he was like he had this like Batman like grunt thing going on where he was just like like where is she kind of thing, and it was not good. <laughs> he had one scene where I was like that was really bad acting. You weren't believing it. I wasn't buying it, dude. Like he's good in the action stuff, but sometimes when he's trying to be emotional, he's just he's not like I don't I don't believe his emotion sometimes. But that's just me. So that's yeah, me. yeah. So he does have zero over the course of his career. Um, I, I guess hence the zero. You guys are not that surprised. I guess I was <laughs> no. a little, but anyways. Question number three: What is the name of the club where uh, John Wick seeks his vengeance? on that like Russian guy who stole his car, you know, the Russian who was, or I guess he wasn't Russian. Like his dad was Russian and was in the mob. Um, anyways, the name, yeah, they, they were, were all, Russian. I think yeah. Russian. The, yeah. The name of the club where he's like shooting him down. You guys remember that scene? He's like trying to, and he's in his towel and he's like yeah. running away from him. All right. So the names are the name of the club, uh, is either the fridge, red circle or King's cross. The fridge. <laughs> I'm I'm going King's Cross. Hold on, hold on. That's not my answer. I just thought it was funny. All right, what's, what's your, your answer, answer Um, I guess Red Circle. All right, so we got we got Stephen Red Circle, Nick King's Cross. The right answer is Red Circle. Nice, Stephen. That was a tricky one. As a guess. By the way, there's like a guess. there's like a ton of red circles in that club. Like if you were paying attention. Yeah. Um apparently apparently Stephen was. So question number four. <laughs> I wasn't. Question I was a guess. Question number four. 
Uh, John Wick, you guys know he was named like the boogeyman. Uh, he's the, he's not even the boogeyman. He's the man who you sent to kill the boogeyman. Uh, that was like his reputation. Hmm. And um, yeah. so he, he had a big reputation, huge reputation uh, that his he had this nickname. Was it so this is what they would call him back in the day when he was a hitman. Uh, a, Krabat, B, Baba Yaga, or D, or I'm sorry, C, Dandera. You guys need that again? Yeah, one more time. Yeah, these are his nickname from back in the these day. These are his nicknames from back in the day. A is Krabat, B is Baba Yaga, or C is Dandera. C. I'm going Nick? C as well. Dandera. All right, I got you. I got you both locked in to see Dandera. Correct answer is Baba Yaga. God damn it. Damn. Got you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Damn, is that put me out of the that puts me out of the running for the five for five as you as well, Nick. I missed two. We're both out of the running for the five. Hey five. Steven, go ahead. But we can still tie it up for a three. Steven, guess go ahead and explain how many answers you have to get to get the five for five. Four of five. Damn. Thank you. So you need at least four of five to win the five for five to get five dollars from Trent's wallet. But um, yeah, it looks right, like so uh, both out. But but for shits and giggles, sweet let's get the fifth sweet one. deal. Okay. Well, real quick, Baba Yaga was a, is like the supernatural being who appears as a deformed, ferocious looking old woman. If you were to Wikipedia Baba Yaga, question number five hmm. is: How many years has John Wick been out of the business? Is it three years or five years and some change? Mm. <sighs> I'm going to have to go five years and some change. What about you, Nick? I think it's five years and some change. Correct answer is five years and some change. Very nice. The change was too okay, specific. Three out of five. If it was just three years or five years, I would have been a little bit more tricked. But five years Trent, and some you, change. You give yourself away, I, Nick. Don't let don't let Trent know when he gives himself guys, away. Guys, I, I okay. I, I try he, to keep that under wraps. He also helps us when he just and get his money. Guys, just you didn't get answers. the right answer. Yeah, you guys didn't get the right answer. He does. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. <laughs> Be quiet, Nick. Listen, yes, I did listen. not win. <laughs> we're trying to. We we Nick, we're we're we supposed well. to study his study how he asks questions. Right. Well, and you're supposed to study. Steven, we'll move on here. <laughs> listen, I gave you guys a easier fifth question because I already got you on the three for five. So I thought I'd give you Trent. Sometimes reveals himself in the answer. I thought I'd give yourself a, a third. Give you got and I and I pounce. Okay, okay, director <laughs> on the cast. Let's get into it. Okay, director in the cast. So the director was Chad Stahelens. Chad Stahelski. Chad Stahelski. 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 Um, he has not that done a bunch of stuff. He directed John Wick and the other John Wicks. I you guys should go to his page and just see real quick. Yeah, but, I'm um, pulling it up right now. Let's. Um, this is the director. Eva Longoria helped him produce it. Actually. Thought that was oh, Derek really? K. Let's just say, or no, I'm sorry, Chad S. Let's just say Chad S. And Chad has a, he actually has a kickboxing background. So that's why he kind of knew a lot about the moves and stuff. Right, right. What oh, what else? What what so he's, he he's known for John Wick, The so, Matrix Reloaded, Captain America, and The Hunger Games. He did The Hunger Games. Oh, he did The I Matrix like that movie. too. Oh, just Reloaded. It's saying. The Matrix Steven, Reloaded. 
He did he did Spider Man two stunts uncredited. I think these are um. No way! I'm on his are, stunts. Uh, he did 300. I need to go to so his. So Steven, direct- Steven, Steven, you're on his stunt coordinating uh, thing. He has a bunch yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. So right. yeah, he's done all the John Wicks, um, Rain. Uh, these are all to be announced. Rain, Killer, Be Killed, and Highlander. So I guess he's a yeah. newer actor. That was his first movie was John Wick. Damn! So, yeah, that was a, right. he's he's done a. It's looks like he like climbed the ranks, and John Wick was his first movie. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Actually, Not bad, but let's impressive. get into the guts of Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. All right, let's do it. So he's uh, from Beirut, Lebanon, actually, and he grew up in Canada. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. Canada. Right? Yeah, like he uh, left He left high school to pursue acting. Ooh, who, who else did that? Uh, Robert De Niro, right? Yeah, Robert De Niro did that, too. Robert De Niro. Taxi driver, good app, good app. So yeah, again, I mean, I, he's for, known for the Matrix. Let's talk about the Matrix for a totally. second. I haven't seen it, but go ahead, uh, give your two cents. So um, I love the Matrix. I was I was deciding whether to do that before this one, and then I was like, I love this movie. Let's just do it. It'll Whoa. be a fun episode. Um, however, Keanu Reeves, I would say, is actually probably one of my favorite actors and um, I actually love him and the huh. roles he picks. And I know Nick, you were saying he's kind of overacting maybe a little bit. I don't know what you were saying yeah. earlier in the episode, but he does a great job with his, like with his role. When he, whenever he has a role, I think he like owns that character and he takes you into a world that's like the matrix or a world that's like John wick. So I was yeah. just impressed um, in this movie by him. I just feel like a lot of his his characters, or at least like The Matrix and this, and granted, I haven't seen a ton of his movies here, because um, let's be honest, he doesn't have a ton other than this and The Matrix um, that are at least like heralded. But he just he always has that like soft spoken like bad boy kind of demeanor, and then like when yeah. it's time to get emotional and like kind of have these deeper scenes, like he he leaves me like wanting more in a way like I don't I don't believe him all the time and and like what he's like the emotions he's like portraying that makes sense I see what you mean yeah I see what you mean I but that. uh real quick they're um, making a matrix you? four and it's coming out in 2022 yeah I mean I, I did not you know have that. to see the other two first though Nick yeah you do watch the other um, two first so let's get into somebody else uh I mean are there are there other Keanu Reeves movies you guys can see? Um, I'm looking here. I don't see anything. He's known for The Matrix, Speed, Point Break, and The Matrix Reloaded. What? He was Johnny Utah in Point Break. Um, oh, that's right, dude. Point Break is a great movie. Have you guys seen Point I've Break? Never seen it. Dude, no, awesome cool, surfing movie. Awesome what? surfing movie. Really? I don't think Oh, so. dude. Probably one of the fucking best besides Johnny Tsunami. Seriously. <laughs> No, dude, this is um look up look up point break real quick. This is a super famous movie. Dude, this movie is badass. You should watch this tonight while you're eating that salmon, Trent. I'm serious. Who's the This who's movie the this movie is good. He's really young. So this guy, um Oh, it's Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Wow. 
Yeah, so I think this guy is um uh an FBI so it says an FBI agent that goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who might be bank robbers. So there's this cool gang of surfers that they're also bank robbers. Keanu Reeves has to like infiltrate. It's like it's like Fast and Furious with surfing. This looks cool. awesome. Dude, it seriously, it's one of the best movies. You you should watch it. There's a new one and it sucks. Okay? Oh, really? The new one, the new point break, there's a 91 and then there's a what is the new one that didn't even come close to swinging it? I, I forget. I don't know. But um, uh. there's a bunch of motorcycles in that one and stuff. They think they're cool, but they're not. It's like, all right, you, you're not Point Break. But right. yeah, Point Break, that is the movie. I I do like his character in that movie. I don't love his character in this movie. It was all right. I yeah, think, give me um, your opinion on him, Steven. Nick, I want to I know your Nick, real... Nick, you had some good points. You had some good points about... Just how emotional he gets. It doesn't. You, I like you said, Nick. I can't, I don't really buy his emotions. It, it seems um like forced. Like uh, he's just saying lines in a lot of in a lot of my opinion. You know, he's just uh, you know, right. I don't know. I think yeah. he did pretty good in Point Break. Um, from what I remember of Point Break, I might have to watch Point Break tonight just because I'm you know he, talking about Point Break, but. He does the action scenes really well. Again, it's just like the emotional scenes where like I just don't buy him that much. I mean, he had some good ones where he was breaking down. Like I thought the beginning of the movie um was really solid. It was like really slow and like not a lot of words. And he's good at those scenes where it's just like facial expressions and like you know, he's not talking very much and you know, he's like walking through the hotel and it's like one or two word exchanges. But when he's like really yeah. got to get into his lines, and really say some yeah, like, I agree. shit. I just don't. Yeah, it just. You I don't know. It's kind of like Nick Cage. It. I'm sorry, Trent. He's kind of. He kind of reminds me of Nick Cage a little bit. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> he's like a god, cooler. That's Nick why Cage. he's like. That's why he's like a top actor. You put him on the pedestal with Nick Cage. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Nick pedestal. Cage and 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 Keanu Reeves are not on the same pedestal. Yeah, Nick. What what kind of comparison is that? I mean, really. I, I'm sorry. Nicholas Cage uh, is way better. Let's. So I want to get into one of my favorite actors in this movie, and I didn't particularly okay, like him that? in this movie, but um, I know you guys didn't watch Game of Thrones that much. But um, one of the main characters from Game of Thrones is the the Russian yeah, like little punk kid um, Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones, who's like one of the main characters in that show. Um, is I guess Yusuf Tarasov. Um, it's the little punk right. bitch kid. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's a he's Alfie he Allen. Kid. Yeah, Alfie Allen, the guy who Nick, kills his dog. The... Alfie Nick, Allen. What the... else does he do? He does um Game of Thrones. Oh, he is in Game of Thrones. That's yeah, the so Predator. That's and what then, talking about. so he's um Theon Greyjoy in in the in Game of Thrones. Stephen, were you just listening yeah. to what Nick said? Yeah, that's literally the. Uh, I no, I, I wasn't. I'm trying to get back in the Zoom meeting, and it's uh, it's not working out. So, my, Nick, my, my I've seen that. So I've seen his character, and I, I think he's like good as the punk ass bitch kid in Game of Thrones and this movie. He's a great actor. <laughs> well, in fact, he's more <laughs> likable in Game of Thrones, a hundred percent. Like, there's this, there's a, a few seasons where you don't like uh, his character in Game of Thrones, but like he, he kind of, he kind of betrays everybody and then comes back not to spoil Game of Thrones, but, and everybody's seen it, but, um, he's really good in that show and I yeah. liked him a lot, but in this show, he's definitely like a punk bitch. Um, but yeah, Trent, he was in, Game of yeah, Thrones? for sure. Yeah. He got his, uh, he's got his 
genitalia cut off and like shipped in Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. This guy, this character. Do you remember that, Nick? It yeah, was like totally. horrible. I, I forget. You exactly never finished. What season it, was that? I got I got through the first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones. Couldn't couldn't well, do it. If Trent, you if you need any it, reason though, to watch it, he. Uh, I did finish it. I watched the very last episode, but I didn't see the last like season. I saw the very last episode, and so I was you haven't like, finished it. Uh, <laughs> you uh, haven't finished it. You haven't seen the final season. Oh, dude, we. I know. <laughs> I know everything that happens for the most part. Right. But you, I saw you seasons watch, like, like one through four, five. There's so many seasons of that thing. All right, I mean, all right. Six or Game seven, of Thrones yeah. is you know cool. Uh, everyone's really into that. But let's um, continue on <laughs> with um, who was um, Trent? Who was our well, repeat actor? He's John Leguizamo. He was um, Aurelio. He was the 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 chop shop car guy. Nick, oh, you I on this love pod, him. But um, I this is a repeat him. actor from Chef. He I'm plays a like, he plays a great role in Chef, and he um. Have you ever seen Chef, Nick? I haven't seen Chef, but he's in he's in I, a lot of good stuff. He's in Waco. He's in. He's really really Move good in Waco. Rouge. Let's pull him up. He had a super small role. I was really hoping he was going to have a bigger fucking role in this movie. When I saw him, yeah. I was like, nice. And then he was like a badass scene. He like so essentially in this scene, this um this kid that robs uh John Wick of his car mm-hmm. brings it to this chop shop to say, Hey, get me new Vins and everything, you know. And um he was like he the guy knew immediately it was John Wick's car. So and this is one of the first scenes you see how big of a deal John Wick is. And he goes he, he, he says, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He's like, what the hell, man? He's like, I own you. And he turns around. And he says, what'd you say to me? He's like, you don't own me. He's like, what, he's like, what'd you do with the guy? He's like, we just like beat him and uh, killed his dog. He's like, oh, you think that's funny? Killed his dog. And then he punches him in the face. And then he's yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. And then this guy, this guy that stole the car, this Russian kid is essentially the son of this top uh, crime guy the top crime guy in the city that has all the money and can get anyone killed whenever they want kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's, um, so this top crime guy calls, um, John Leguizamo, a uh, or whatever his name is. And he says, why'd you punch my son in the face? He says, Oh, cause he, he, uh, beat, he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And then all the top guy says is, Oh, and hangs up the phone and says, get my son, come get my son to come to me. He beats up his son. He was like, yeah, you don't know what I, you've I like done. That, I like you that don't know scene what you've done. You've- they like they did a really good job of of making like making John Wick like really look really like intimidating and badass. And there was like again, there was a lot of scenes that were just like a lot more visual and like not a lot of words. Like they weren't talking a lot about John Wick, but like he just he's just like he killed John Wick's dog, and he's just like basically like oh shit. And then he, he calls over his son and like beats his son's ass. And he's like, did you know whose dog you just killed? Like John Wick. He's like the fucking guy that we call. He's like, he'll, he will come for man. you. Yeah. He's like, he's going to come for you. So, and uh, yeah, he pretty much puts his son up and then pretty much his son is just like a party kid and everything. He's a yeah. douchebag. You can see him like checking his reflection before he goes inside to see his dad. But all this kid does is just party and, you know, spend his dad's money to entertain himself. But, um, and then he yeah. fucks up and, you know, decides. And the only reason he did. So their, their interaction is at that gas station. And um, I really wish it had subtitles because you don't know what the Russians are saying 
and that language. Yeah. But um, he just comes up. He's like, oh, nice car. And like, I love this dog. And I guess John Wick isn't feeling it at all. Or maybe he knows who he's related to and who these guys are because they pull up really douche-like. Listening to a really yeah, stupid. The Did you see? You, the first of all, the writing in this movie was kind of ridiculous. I mean, the music <laughs> it was it was all original music. The music. And was did you good. hear the original rap music? It was like, "Get the money, get get the money." I'm gonna get the money, get get the money. And there was another song that was just as repetitive about with some other line that I thought it was so ridiculous. But it, um, and kind of even the whole story, I was like, you know, I feel like they. They could have done better with the storyline. I feel like um, it was just really sad in the intro. And, I mean, it kind of just didn't really seem realistic, you know? Yeah, Steven, it's we're like, not giving our favorite scenes yet. Don't get that far into it. We're not it. giving so favorite scenes. I'm just talking yet. about how I how I feel about the movie. And we, this is say, a whole podcast stay, is about that. Let's stay on the director at cast here. I also wanted let's, to... Uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about John Luguizamo's uh, movies. He, or, you know... Uh, appearances. He was in Lincoln he was Lawyer, in Romeo and Juliet, Ice Age. He was um, in uh, Kick Ass. Oh, he plays Sid in the Ice Age. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's so funny. He plays Sid. Uh, that's one of his new. He plays in M- Moulin Rouge, Spawn, and The Pest. Those are '90s movies. Uh, uh-huh. Moulin Rouge is 2001, but he is known for that. I think he's a really good actor. Uh, one of my favorite films is obviously Chef. We've done a podcast on that early episode. It was one of my very first picks to do as uh, for this podcast because I love that movie, and he is such a good character in the movie. Nick, if you want to watch a good movie, you should watch Chef uh, with this guy. It's it's uh, like Point Break with Keanu Reeves. Chef with this guy is like I'm surprised it's not uh, one of the ones you know. All right, all right guys, uh, we've been talking about this guy for like five minutes. Let me. Talk well, he about deserves it. He had a badass scene, Trent. He was the one that knocked it off to say. You know who the fuck I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk about the Allstate Mayhem kid. actor, Nick. Do you remember the Allstate guy? Uh, one more time. What? The Allstate Mayhem like commercial dude is in this movie. Oh, you him? yeah, he's like the assistant to the head Russian guy. He's like the one random yes. like non-Russian guy in the Russian gang, which is really weird. But he's like the CF. <laughs> he's right. like the CFO <laughs> accountant guy, and like has like. He's like such a bitch at the end, and he's super scared. And oh, you can tell I know, he's like, I know that, I know that guy. He's totally like the numbers, like accountant guy who's like never shot somebody. What's yeah, his name? We I can't see his name, but um, I know you're talking about the one white guy in their crew. Yeah, or not? Uh, I guess they're all white. I think it's Russian, Dion. Every, everybody. Um, he's the one. Everybody like, knows him. Guy. I think it's the Dean mayhem Winters. guy. He's the mayhem Allstate guy. Go to Dean Winters. I think it's Dean Winters. Oh, so he played Avi or Avi? He played, uh, yeah, I think so. It looks so like he played Avi. So he's John known for Wick. John Wick, PS oh, yeah. I Love You, PS, 30 I love Rock, you. some stuff in Law and & Order, and you know, and he's Order. got about 64 actor credits. You know, he obviously wasn't a lead role, so you know, that kind of he does a lot of television. Yeah, so that yeah, that's all I wanted to say about him. Cool. Well, yeah, there wasn't a, uh, a who ton else? Of huge... Who else was in this movie that we should? Um... I feel like well, that's well, let's about give credit it. to uh, William William Defoe. You guys will both recognize him from Spider Man. Oh, you're right. And he plays he, Marcus. He who is Marcus? Sorry, Stephen. What? Who? Oh, 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 yeah, right. So, what was interesting about this character is. Um, 
the the head crime guy goes to this guy um to put a two million dollar contract on John Wick's head, and mm-hmm. he, this guy says consider it done. But what's is interesting is the entire time he's helping John Wick. Um, he's helping John Wick the whole time. He saw him like he was about to get killed, and, the, and the, instead of he, killing John Wick, the guy snipes the other guy to keep him from getting killed. Yeah, he dies. Mm-hmm. He dies. Do you remember like, that? That was, that was the first scene. Where, John Wick. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh, a um, green Green Goblin and Spider Man. Um, that's like one of the yeah. most memorable things I remember from him as like, you know, cause Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man that came out, I feel like I was in like fourth or fifth grade, pretty young. And he had a really good character in that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big movie at the time. Big, big movie at the time. Big movie. Yeah. It was like the, the start of superhero movies almost. I want to say he's been, what in else a has lot he been in stuff actually? Triple X. You guys ever seen that? Yeah. He's been in At Eternity's Gate, f- The Florida Project, and The Lighthouse. Those are all actually really new. Oh my gosh. New he was too. in I The Last Temptation of Christ. He played Jesus in The Last Temptation of Christ in 1988. Have you seen and that? Nick, have you seen that? <laughs> no, but I fooled you guys that I had. <laughs> <It> sounded <laughs> like you did. Oh, he's in, he's in Finding Nemo. He's Gil in fi- Finding Nemo. No way. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that weird? Hold on, hold on. Oh, Gil is all right. So for those of people that forgot, when Nemo um I see this movie all the time because my daughter is almost two. <laughs> when Gil so Gil when uh, Nemo gets taken from the reef, the dentist that takes him puts him in his aquarium, and Gil is the guy that's also from the ocean that's like always devising these plans. He's like the leader of the tank, essentially. He's always devising these plans to get him free and everything, and he's essentially the reason that Nemo gets free. He um he he gets Nemo free in the end uh, to get out back to his dad, which is pretty cool. But Gil, that's a pretty cool reference right there. Yeah. I did not know that. I haven't seen Finding Nemo yeah. in forever. Yeah. Oh, I see it fifty times a week. Yeah. Well, boys, yeah. I think we we kind of uh, covered the main characters here. Unless any of you guys want to cover anybody. Agreed. Else, but... I agree. I agree. No, I mean Lance Reddick was kind of funny, but he's the hotel manager. I've seen him in a couple things, but I don't really have anybody else. I want. We should just hop straight into the favorite scenes from the magazines. Let's do it. Favorite oh, scenes. Let's do it. All right, so I'm gonna uh, literally and physically roll up my sleeves for this favorite scenes. I want to talk about the car behind. Car, talk about the car behind me, and how badass that scene was where he's like coming out of the airplane hangar you guys remember that this guy's drifting the whole damn first like steven did you not fall in love with this movie just because of that scene Uh, no i thought it was cool that he was getting sideways because you know dude he was going sideways but no i um i was like um it was a cool scene and i like the driving and everything but i thought the story i thought the motive could have been better you know, I thought they they could have done something with a motive to why he gets back into this whole thing to be better. I don't I don't know, um, Stephen. He gets out and he gets a wife and then he, um, you know, and then she passes away, I think, from an illness. And then she gives him this dog as a last present. Right. And then don't kill the dog. I mean, come on. I mean, we're all dog lovers here. Don't kill the dog. I think we all can agree. Don't touch the cute little beagle, and everyone's gonna be happy. Nick, what you do you know? think about that? But, but Trent, I, no, what I was do your think the motive. Scene? I do think the motive could have been better. 
I mean, dude, this was one of them, the airplane hangar scene. I thought it was intense and awesome. And Steven, if you can't appreciate it being... Nice drift scene, yeah, nice drift scene. Appreciate it just for the drifting, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, he kills it in that scene. I also love all the action scenes. I have so many favorite scenes, like the club action sequence where he's like killing people left and right. They do dramatize violence in this movie. I'm not condoning it, but it was awesome. Did they? I mean, you know, he's killing everybody. <laughs> like six, 77 people, I think. So <laughs> Did they? that was my take. <laughs> Didn't catch Steel. that. No. Yeah, there was a lot of... It felt like half the movie was just... Yeah, it was. Plot was like, the plot itself was just like, killing people. I, I feel like they wanted to get this um, quick motive out of the way. They were like, you know what? Like, Let's just get the motive real early in the movie and then like just kill him. Yeah? yeah. Right? Just kill it after kill it after kill. He's looking for the same guy. You know what's funny is he lets that one guy go mm-hmm. and then like he spends like the second half of the movie chasing him down and killing him. Trying to kill him. He has to go through, uh, I think, about 30 or 40 people before he reaches his target. Nick? 30 or 40 people have to die for this guy to get his target. Right. And quick question. I didn't understand. I thought, okay, and not to get too sidetracked, but like, I thought it was kind of anticlimactic the way he killed him. Like, if you were going to kill him and just walk up and kill him and not torture him or not get a cool, like, final word in, like, you fucking kill my dog, bitch, and kill him. Like, he just walked up and, like, casually shot him. <laughs> why Why did he not... Why did dog. he not just shoot him at the hot tub when he had a chance earlier in the movie? Did you guys understand? Why did he not kill him then? I thought that was weird, too. He, I thought it was because he wanted I to wait. there was a couple of different scenes. I thought scenes. he wanted to wait until he was going to, like you know, torture him. I thought he was for sure going to torture him, but it was so anticlimactic the way he killed him. And I was like, just, you should have shot him earlier. You had a chance in the hot tub. I don't, I didn't get that. No, I, I think that uh, there's, I don't know what it is with movies and they have to like have the villain re- reveal their plan. And like, like you got John Wick there, just kill him. Like this guy is a super big danger to you. He's going to get out of this. Like he's right there. Kill him. He's tied right. up. Like kill him. But no, no one, you know, no one does. And, yeah, um, like it's there's there's just those movies that have the scenes where it's like you you're wasting time. You just, just right. kill the guy. He's right there. You're you know, when he kills plenty of people in that club before he gets to uh, get to the sure. hot tub. And I so, thought you know, and I think he was I think he was trying to, but he was always all, always dropping shots from like other people. He had to he had to watch out for right. I, but, um, I could understand if like I mean, there I'm sure was, if he was a, a, easily able I could to understand kill him. if there was like people in the way or he didn't have a clear shot or he was worried that he may like hit somebody you know like one of the girls on accident you know because like as as ruthless as he was I feel like he wouldn't just kill like a random like girl in a hot tub but like he had a clear shot at him and he didn't take it like I didn't understand that but Stephen I, I want to uh, hear your uh, I'm sorry okay. go ahead Trent. I was just going to say he didn't kill him because I thought there was a gangster like in the middle of them shooting at John Wick while he was about to shoot him in the hot tub. And then they just go on. a. That's what I was saying. I think I think he's always dodging other people. And and also he's like, it's either this it's either this head crime guy or the head crime guy's son. And he pays all of his money that he has to keep him and his son safe. as as He's also he's also like because after that club scene, the kid goes to a straight safe house. Right. And they've got people all over that safe house with snipers and everything watching this house because they know John Wick's coming. And he that's what this says. When he, when he lets that guy go, he's like, tell me where the fuck your son is or I'm going to kill you right now. And he's like, right. 
Um, he's like, do I have your word? If like I tell him where he is at, you're not going to kill me. And he's like, yeah. He's like, he's at this, you know, safe house. You know, they're they're expecting so, you. He's like, I know. And then he like takes off quickly. Yeah. Uh, one of the scenes Steve I want to get in with y'all that I didn't fully understand was uh, the scene where John Wick like takes the knife and puts it into his body when they're fighting in the rain. He like I had control I over the knife. That. He, he had control over the knife and then he stuck it in his own body and then he took it out and then he killed the guy with the knife that he stuck in his own body as though to signify what, Nick? I think I think it's because he he stabbed himself in the place that he was already cut. Like his cut, he, he had already been like stabbed or hurt right there. You remember when that like doctor came and sewed him up and he was just like, how long's my recovery or whatever? And he's just like, if you need to return your work, like you can, but it's going to keep bleeding and as soon as right. he says that, he like all hell breaks loose. So I think he was already stabbed there. So he was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to stab myself in the same spot. Um, okay. That's the way I interpret it. Cause it, I don't think I saw that scene. So he stabbed himself. It's at the end. He, yeah, he's like tussling with the main Russian, uh, the head Russian guy, which also I thought that scene was a little anticlimactic. I thought the Russian boss dude was going to like whoop his ass. And I was like, John Wick got his ass beat by more of his like associates you know like there's a few scenes where john wick's really struggling with like random dudes in the club and then he gets to the main boss guy and he like kicks his ass in two seconds i'm like that should have been the long drawn out battle well, the, the boss guy is an older the guy but still not, he's like a badass guy's an older guy he's like a old school like gangbanger russian dude like you'd think he would like know how to fight and but Steven, go. He probably would do that stuff back in the day. I mean, not now. He's now he's like kind of just the boss. I don't know. He just sits back and. S- but Steven, there's a nothing. scene where they're fighting, and John Wick and him are like battling over a knife because they're like they're they're fighting hand to hand, and they're like you know knuckle you know bare knuckle fighting. Yeah, and, then and he, he stabs pulls out him. a knife. So he stabs himself also. Well, he doesn't stab him. They're like tussling over the knife, and he's like trying to like stab him with it, and it's already near him. So I think in order to gain like gain control, he he like stabs himself with the knife so he can like get an extra hand to like punch him or something, and then he takes him out and kills him. Uh, he was like, thinking, but that's a good question. Was, oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah, he was always thinking three steps ahead. I think that's why he did it. Maybe um, he was. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because that girl also stabbed him in that spot when she was in there. Because the girl gets the contract also to kill right. him. This guy puts a widespread contract for two million on John Wick's head, and um, one of the hit women from his hotel figures out he's yeah. back, and that's kind of shitty. Yeah, but what um, was your favorite scene? Yeah, I guess I I like the intro drift scene. I think um, the hotel scene when it started to get into the hotel and the economy of the the coins and stuff, I thought it was pretty cool. Trent, you know what was funny about the scene where they clean all the bodies what? up? I, I felt like the guy from Pulp Fiction that comes to clean that body up yeah. um, made a company out of it, and now this is where he is now. He's uh, like got a couple of guys in a van, and he comes by. He's like, we can get it out, no problem. But I remember that guy, the wolf, he comes by to, to help clean up the dispose of the body yes, and all that I kind of stuff to, to the guy. In I could see that. So I felt like that was such a such a mirrored. And, and the guy, the guy kind of reminded me what – that guy would have looked like a lot many years. It's crazy. They, you know, kind of like this old man and he's got two young guys. Steven, it's crazy. It's crazy how he has that. Like, uh, they have those mob people in that gangster settings. They have cleanup crews to go in and clean up like the people they killed. It's crazy. 
Right. It's crazy that that's a job. Like yeah, you can you gotta get paid a shit. It's crazy that your profession could be like I clean up like dead bodies like from crime scenes yeah. and you know exactly. like you probably make you probably make as as good of money if not more than like a a really successful drug dealer in a gang. And you're, you know, cause you have a ton of risk and liability, like cleaning up these bodies, but like, what a weird industry to get into. I wonder how you got, I wonder how that dude got into that business. Like it probably started yeah. out as like grunt work. And then he, you know, he's probably like the low level, like dude. And they're like, yo, you need to go like scrap this body. And he ended up being like so good at it or something. Like, also, I don't know. also guys, wasn't it, wasn't it interesting how if you killed somebody in, if you did a hit on somebody in the house or hotel that that was considered to be bad and you'd get penalized. Yeah. Uh, by death basically. That it was, was one of the things they they say. In it the was kind of like it um, reminded me of that um that movie with Jennifer uh or not Jennifer. It's called um, Wanted. 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 It, it reminded me of yeah. Good, thank you. It reminded me of Wanted. Like it's kind of like this fraternity of assassins, and I, I don't want to get into my review yet. But there there were definitely some like things about this movie where it didn't feel like original to me. Like, like it felt like, yeah, the kind of similar vibe is wanted and like taken. Like it reminded me a ton of taken just like, yeah, you know, dude, kinda. you know, the same motive dude kind of, you know, some, some shitty happens to him. He gets his, you know, this movie it's his dog dies. Taken was good. That's a good motive. If they went that way with this movie, they would have done better, I think. Yeah. But, um, I like that motive and take it. Just, that's, that's an interesting motive. They did, they right. did a couple and, of And I agree, too. like, the for me a little bit, the the killing your dog, I was also kind of like, really, this dude's going to, like, go through all this because of his dog? I, again, I get it. It was He was grieving. But just the, just the like, obsessive amount of, like, killing in this movie, like, was so similar to Taken. Like, similar motive in a ridiculous amount of, like, killing and death and action in this movie. I see I see what you're saying, but what, do you, would you say... Man, a ridiculous you say Taken amount. is better than John Wick. <laughs> I would, I would, yeah. and and I would again. I don't want to spoil my review, but you'll kind of. This is a little bit of a tease, but yeah, like again, the plot wasn't super. Like it didn't have me thinking that hard about what was going to happen. Like it was very easy to follow, which again kind of makes it good that it was mindless and easy to follow. But like Taken had a little bit more of like. I don't know, like you had to climb, you had to like kill this guy to get this information to find this guy. And once you found this guy, he gave you the lead to find this guy where this was like, John Wick just walks into the body shop and he's just like, where is he? And he's just like, he's over there basically. And he's just like, okay, cool. I'm going to go kill him. And it's just like, he found him in two seconds and it was very just drawn out for me, like how long it took for him to kill him. And it just felt again, it, the whole movie was essentially him getting through the 30 or 40 people he has to kill before he kills his target. Right. That was like essentially the movie. Right. He gets the, he gets, it was kind of slow. Like you said in the beginning, I guess the first 20 or 30 minutes are just of him kind of uh, grieving yeah. with his dog. So you kind of fall in love with the dog and everything. And then those guys come in. So what was interesting is I wanted to know what they were saying in Russian because I don't know what he said to make him, um, so offended to where then John Wick said something Wait, you to didn't, the guy in Russian, they, which Steven, was the entire. They motive. showed the subtitles for that. He said, "Yeah, he um, he basically said how much, how much? Oh, not in the version I watched. He said how much for the car, and he's like, it's not for sale. And then you know he says, no, how much for the car? And he, again, he's like, it's not for sale. And then he like murmurs something in Russian, and he says, um, everything has a price, bitch. And then." When 
the other Russian guy walked. Oh, the Russian guy, the other that. Russian guy is like his buddy walks up to the window and he's like, I'm sorry about my friend. And then he basically says, um, John Wick responds, um, something in Russian back at him, basically called him a bitch too. He said, yeah. do you remember exactly what he said, Trent? John Wick said that right after the guy said, called him a bitch. Then he said, everything has a price bitch. And then John Wick says something back to him in Russian. Yeah. He said, he I, said, I didn't know what they I were think talking he said, about. The, the version that I watched didn't have He said titles. something back at him that was just like, it's not for sale, bitch. Or like, you know, this one doesn't have a price, bitch. Or he said something. Just and, some and along the line of where he called I him a bitch. I think that too. shot him in the foot because like no normal dude driving a 69 Mustang like in this random place like speaks Russian fluently. Like I feel like that was a pretty big tip that this guy is like, you know, connected to some shit, you know, like he put a, a target badass. on his back by doing that. And he knew that immediately. He he was a he was a hitman. Yeah. He knew. I'm sure he knew who his dad was and everything at that point. He well, knew exactly who they were linked let's up. Let's get into with. my favorite scene. Maybe he didn't know who his dad was, but he knew that they were linked up with that guy, that same Russian yeah. guy. Yeah. So this um, this segues into my scene a little bit because ironically, like again, the action was pretty good and there were like there was a few action scenes that were really dope. Like I liked how there's one scene where he like backs into this guy and the guy like rolls over his hood and he like shoots him through the roof of the car as he's like going over his hood. I don't remember if you guys remember that. So that was cool. But honestly, like my favorite part of the movie was the beginning. I thought the intro was like the strongest part of the movie. It was really slow. Again, there wasn't a lot of talking. It was very visual, like, you know, him mourning and like when he, when he brings home the dog and the dogs like following him around um, I really liked those scenes, but then again, like it just immediately got to this guy killed my dog. I have to go kill him. And it, it just felt very yeah. predictable from that point forward. Um, so yeah, honestly, my, my favorite scenes were like the nonviolent ones in the beginning when it was just like painting the picture of what was going on. Um, okay. But yeah. Interesting. This is, this is very interesting to hear y'all's takes. Cause I do have my own version. Um, I, I, Let's hear that. Okay, so it's a. I, I thought it was just this kind of like adrenaline, like fueled revenge redemption movie. And uh, I mean, what's not to love about a couple of cute puppies, some sick car scenes, some action sequences? I think in comparison to movies like Taken, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. obviously. I think in comparison to movies like Jason Bourne, any of them, this movie I thought was cooler and did it better and and bigger. <laughs> so uh, that's my take on it. Uh, Steven, you guys want to give reviews yet or do you want to hash out any yeah, of your favorites? Let's, no, I, I think we should jump into reviews. Steven, let's hit the reviews. Steven, hit us with your review. I thought the movie was good, but I didn't think the movie was great. Okay. It was a good movie. Now, it kept me interested, but like I said, I feel like the motive could have been better. Um, And I feel like it just had a lot of just killing scenes and violent scenes, which I can see there's probably a huge audience for, but um, I'm not exactly in that uh, in that mm-hmm. theater. I g- but uh, I would give the movie um, a 2.5. Kind of give it a 50. Okay. percent It was is it was so good to where I liked it, but I do not see myself watching the second or third one. It didn't capture my uh, imagination like that. But again, I'm not. Uh, an action movie guy by any means. Okay. Um, mm. Typically, if you're with me, you're going to be watching like a comedy movie or, you know, you've seen the movies that I've picked in the past. I, I'm not super, super big on action movies. But like I said, there's there are a couple action movies that I think are decent. 
Um, Nick, what was your review on this? Yeah, and and I'll say it was a good mix up from like what we've done in the past. I feel like I've picked some pretty heavy movies, or you know, yeah. make you think a little bit harder, a lot more like philosophy and like you know, make you think. Where this was just a like mindless, like I can just, I don't, you know, like you could be on your phone watching this movie and you know, the plot's not going to change from like one point to the next point. Like, you know, what's happening the whole movie. I agree with Steven. I think the plot could have been better. I thought the plot would have been better if the Russian guys had something to do with killing his wife. I didn't buy the whole, I've had this puppy for like a day and I'm so sad about this puppy. It'd be different if you killed like my 10 year old dog that I've, I like have had for a long time, but just to like kill your puppy Again, it's messed up, but I just thought the motive was a little, it, it felt a little like, I don't know, pieced together that like, I don't know, like it wasn't that thought out in my opinion. But again, again, I agree. I, when I, when I read it, I thought that it was the mother or the wife that they yeah. killed. Um, I read a small thing on it and I, and I thought that's what it said. They killed his wife. And then I was watching the movie. I was like, oh, I guess they didn't kill his wife. And I was like, what's his motive? Right. And then I saw the dog come in, and I'm like, "All right, I guess that's they, his motive." They and killed like, yeah, the, they killed the ahead, memory Nick. of his wife. They killed the memory of his wife. I could see that. I mean, I get that the the wife gave well, it to him too. I mean, as like yeah, a he, parting he, gift. I get all that, but again, like I, what he says. Yeah, I was just gonna say what he says is that uh, the dog was there to help him grieve over his wife. It, it yeah. was um a last gift from her so that he could help um, start. And then I think she says it in her note or something like she says, I'm at peace. Now I want you to be, you know, like work, work on getting okay. I know it's going right. to, you know, the loss of me isn't going to be the best thing in your life, but I, I know I don't want you brooding over this. I want you to, you know, get, you know, get through this and stuff. And it's interesting because he's been out of the business for so long and, you know, he's went good and he got a wife and everything. And then, you know, an unfortunate series of events led him to, you know, getting hit in the head. You would think a hitman would have a little better home security. Totally. Um, yeah. Especially, I mean, you got to think of as a hitman, you probably got a lot of people that are right. looking for That's you. such a good point. You know? I didn't even I mean, think about that. Like A lot of people are probably like, you know. Dude. He just, <laughs> it, 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 what's funny is the only people that overtake him in the entire movie is a stupid fucking Russian kid. That is just a party kid that like is offended because he was yeah. called a bitch. Like it just doesn't really make sense to me, you know. I feel like the plot, like you said, Nick, if the, if they had killed the wife, um, doing something like maybe like like revenge for his past right. life, like oh, we found out where you were at five years later, um, and now we're, we we killed your wife to just prove to you that you know we're still coming after you, but you know, um, you know we're letting yeah. you know kind of kind of thing. I don't know, but I I feel like the plot just could have been better. So. Um, I guess it wouldn't change the fact that there was just about how many kills turned seventy seven. Right. Nick, and what do you give the what do you give the movie? Well, before I get into that, I just wanted to say that's a really good point about like he was sitting there sludging a hammer against the ground, trying to get to his like gun safe with all his coins and shit. And he doesn't have one security oh, camera. Yeah. And you're you're like a five star elite of elite, creme to the creme you know hitman and you don't have one and it's a nice house you, i don't know if he's let, house poor or not but um he had a nice this house punk little russian kid who doesn't even know who he is who's like probably just like you know p you know stealing cars from time to time how does this guy like best him and get in there like 
You're supposed he to be was, the best hitman, and you don't have your guard up more than that. Like he was out of the business. He was he was exactly. out of the business. It had been four years. He was with his wife. He probably disabled the alarm system. The movie's an exaggeration. It's clearly <laughs> it's clearly a movie. It's clearly a movie that's dramatized. It's exaggerated. Everybody totally. knows that's not a real thing that's going to happen. I understand your criticism, but yeah. what do you give the movie, Nick? Um, well, one more thing and I'll say, it. I, I will just say, um, I do like, I, I do enjoy revenge movies. Like I liked taken, I liked law abiding citizen. I thought that was a great ass movie and one that maybe uh, yeah. we should do in the future. But in terms of like, that is a good movie. yeah, again, like back to the motive, Never like I loved law abiding citizen that the motive for that movie was so much better to me than this. And again, I yeah. just knew where this movie was heading the whole time. There wasn't any twist or turns, nothing where I was like, oh shit, I didn't expect that to happen. It was so predictable. And to your point, I like the Bourne movies better because yeah. the Bourne ones actually like make you think and there's more um, there's more like twists and turns. But with all that said, I'm kind of with Steven. I don't think it was a... 2.5 sounds harsh, but again, I don't know if I would like watch it again. Um, and it's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of funny because I when I got it on Amazon, it was three it was like three ninety nine to rent or like twelve bucks to buy, and I was like, okay, if Trent picked this movie, it's got to be fucking great, so I'm just gonna buy it. And I bought it, and immediately I was like, damn it, I don't think I was like, I don't think I'm gonna watch that movie again. Um, I'll give it a, I would, I would give it a three, a three out of five. I won't, I wouldn't recommend it. I enjoyed it at times. I thought there were some short, okay. I thought there were some shortcomings, but like. For a mindless action movie that I can just put on and not have to pay attention to and have some cool scenes, overall, I give it a three out of five. I respect that. Nick, if you won the five for five, you would have gotten, uh, you would have only been $8 in the hole. Um, nice. Yeah. I respect that opinion. <laughs> I respect the both of y'all's opinions. However, I'll, I'll uh, come in at a, and you guys are swaying me. Okay. I'll come in at a three. Let's let's hear your opinion before you just hit hit us with a number. I'm gonna give it a because you said yourself you think it's better than Born. You think it's better than Taken, which I don't I don't agree with. But well, I my hear, opinion uh, was what Trent Miller. Why Trent Miller picked John? So Wick? Stephen, I kind of already went into it. It was an adrenaline fueled revenge redemption movie that I thought was good for good for yeah. the genre. I'm not saying other movies aren't good. Like One, it's a great movie. I didn't want to do yeah. it. I just wanted one that was like this, this cool like niche of uh, adventure movie, action movie, thr- not thriller, but um, so that's why I picked it. I give it a 3.57, which will round down to 3.5. <laughs> I was like, I thought we only did increments of 0.5, but okay. Well, Nick, what you got to realize too, and Trent, I think you should definitely think about this, is when I look at a 2.5, it's a 50%. I always give my percentage. I honestly wish we were doing like a 10-star review because then we could really – I guess unless we were doing points, we really could narrow it down too much more specifically, but um, we would have double the amount of options. Yeah, I would like that. But like I said, like a 50%, um, I'm kind of – Do you? Uh, well, yeah, but I think we should. I think we should just keep it five stars, just because the, the movie industry is in five That's stars. Um, so, and I feel like it's a more simplistic way. It's like the lowest, lowest thing you could do is a five out of five stars. I feel like right. you know, um, any, any more than that, you you just have more options. But 
Yeah, I feel like 2.5, just keep that in mind, there's a good 50%. So I feel like you guys are up in the 80%. So, so Nick, I, you know, definitely think right. about that because I used to give um, movies uh, like threes when I thought they were near 50%. And I'm like, I got to start giving them 2.5. Yeah, that's fair. I could revise my review to 2.5, but I don't care that much to go back. (laughs) Hey, hey, Um, uh, whose turn is it? Whose turn is it next? We all, we all Nick's. If, uh, if Nick's going to hop on again. Oh, hell yeah. I think, I think it is Nick's turn. Do you know what you're going to do? I'm going to brainstorm. No, no. I mean, I'm, I think I'm going to pick something less. I'm going to pick something less like my last two picks, like something a little bit more modern, maybe. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll pick something good. Okay. I know. I'm, a, I'm All excited. Right. All right, boys. All right. I was about to say, I'm, I'm really eager to hear Nick's new pick. All right, this has been good. Oh yeah. And all, everyone, this is, right, boys, uh, this, this is the good. hypocritic podcast. Uh, we do this. This is the hypocritic every podcast. Week. These are going to be coming out and, uh, five stars in review. Steven, go ahead and tell them about it. Hit that five stars in a review on whatever platform you're listening, people. That's going to help propel us like nothing else has ever done. You know, uh, we're going to be new on the scene and we're going to really need that help, you know, from anybody that can do it. I know it takes a minute to log in, but, you know, boys, we're compadres without credentials. I'll just just say the best thing that you can do in addition to a five star review is tell a friend. You know, word of mouth is a powerful marketing tool. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. That's right, Nick. Tell a friend that you think. Glad you said that. Yes, that's very true. Uh, Please. Um, So that's it. And uh, Nick, it's good to see you. I can't wait for next week. All right, boys. Good night and good luck. Mm